Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're going to be performing a fundamental stock analysis of General Motors company, ticker symbol GM. GM is trading just over its 52-week low right now. Part of the reason we're looking at GM today is that it makes up a small percentage of the Berkshire Hathaway public stock portfolio. So that portfolio is famously managed by Warren Buffett. And then there are also two sub-investment managers, Ted Wexler and Todd Combs, who in combination manage about 20 to $30 billion worth of Berkshire's assets. As of their most recent 13F, Berkshire owns about 4% of GM. That position is slightly under $3 billion, and it makes up less than 1% of the overall Berkshire Hathaway public stock portfolio. Charlie Munger has mentioned in the past that the GM position was not initiated by Warren Buffett and that it's from one of the other two investment managers. So with their recent stock price decline over the past year or so, GM is now trading at about what would be a cost basis per share for Berkshire Hathaway's investment into the business. So year to date so far in 2022, GM stock price is down 45%. Going back the past year, they're down 43%. Over five years, the business is down 8% overall, which is down about 1.5% compounded annually. And going back 10 years, the business is up 5% compounded annually per year, even with this recent decline in their stock price. As mentioned, GM is trading just $2 over their 52-week low, which is down by over 50% from their 52-week high. GM is a classic American business. It's a very large automotive manufacturer and one of the oldest surviving automotive companies in the United States. At the time of recording this video, they have a $47.5 billion market cap. For some background about the business, General Motors Company emerged from the bankruptcy of General Motors Corp, old GM, in July of 2009. GM has eight brands and operates under four segments, GM North America, GM International, Cruise and GM Financial. The United States now has four brands instead of eight under old GM. The company lost its U.S. market share leader crown in 2021, share down 280 basis points to 14.6% of the overall automotive vehicle market, but it's expected that GM is going to reclaim the top spot in 2022 due to the 2021 chip shortage. GM Financial became the company's captive finance arm in October of 2010 via the purchase of American Credit. So GM markets its vehicles primarily under the Buick, Cadillac, Chevrolet, GMC, Holden, Baoyun, and Wuling brand names. General Motors Company was founded in 1908 and is headquartered in Detroit, Michigan. For our fundamental analysis today, we're going to be performing an eight-pillar analysis originally popularized by Everything Money taking a look at eight key financial metrics of the business to come to a holistic and beginning starting point of how to think about GM as a company. So let's get right into our analysis. Starting off with pillar number one, we want their average five-year PE to be below 22.5. So currently GM is trading for about a 5.5 times earnings multiple. Over this time frame, while their earnings has bounced around somewhat, they're trading for an average of about 13.5 times earnings. So that is going to be a check to start off on pillar number one. Pillar number two, we want their average five-year return on capital to be above 9%. GM earns below average returns on capital. However, those have been increasing slightly over the past several years. Averaged out, GM is producing about 5.5% return on capital over this time frame. So that is going to be an X on pillar number two. Pillar number three, we're looking for five-year revenue growth. 
GM's revenues have decreased over this time frame from $145 billion in 2017 down to $127 billion in 2021. So that is going to be another X on pillar number three. Pillar number four, we're looking for five-year net income growth. GM had negative earnings in 2017, and they produced about $10 billion worth of earnings last year. So that's going to be a check on pillar number four. Pillar number five, we're looking for decreasing shares outstanding. When you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in the underlying business. When a business decreases the number of shares that they have outstanding and buys back stock, they're increasing your ownership percentage in the business, ultimately increasing the percentage of the business's profits that you're going to be entitled to without you having to pay any money for it. We like it when companies are buying back shares at reasonable valuations. GM has had marginal buybacks over this time frame, just very slightly reducing their overall share count. That's a check on pillar number five. While these buybacks have been marginal at best, it's at least a good sign that they're not diluting existing shareholders. Pillar number six, we're looking for five-year free cash flow growth. Free cash flow is cash from operations minus capital expenditures. It's the lifeblood of any business and a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now until judgment day, discounted back by a reasonable interest rate, is ultimately what the company's going to be worth. So free cash flow can be used to pay dividends, buy back shares, pay down debt, make acquisitions, or reinvest back in the business. Over this time frame, technically GM has grown their free cash flows by decreasing the amount of free cash flow that they're burning each year. However, this pillar is still going to be an X because we're looking for positive free cash flow. So while their cash consumption has shrank, GM is not producing positive free cash flows. The business requires a lot of capital expenditures. They're putting more in CapEx into the business than they're getting out from cash from operations, and they're earning below average returns while doing it. Those observations coupled together are not boding well for GM. Over this time frame, GM is consuming about $8 billion of cash a year. Pillar number seven, we want GM's net debt, which is their long and short-term liabilities minus cash and short-term cash equivalents, to be below their average five-year free cash flow multiplied by five. So this is going to help us evaluate how the business is utilizing leverage. This pillar is going to be an X. Last year, they had $86 billion in net debt, and they have negative free cash flow. GM is either going to have to continue raising money by potentially issuing new debt to pay off this existing debt, issuing new shares, or selling off assets while they're in the midst of a business transformation while they're waiting to generate positive free cash flows. Finally, the big pillar of them all, pillar number eight, we want GM's market cap to be below their average five-year free cash flow multiplied by 20 to give us a starting point as to what's a reasonable valuation to pay for the business. So GM has a $47.5 billion market cap, and as mentioned, they're averaging negative free cash flow, so that's going to be an X on pillar number eight. If GM is burning so much in cash, why are they in the Berkshire Hathaway public stock portfolio? Well, the answer to that lies in looking at their balance sheet. Currently, GM at a price point of $32 per share is selling below their tangible book value as of the end of last year. So GM had a tangible book of $36 a share, meaning that their business is valued very cheaply. This fact has to be coupled with the overall analysis that their business is exhibiting kind of weak fundamentals at the moment. So even though their book value has been growing, it's based on the assets that are in the business, not on the cash flows that the business has been able to produce. So the business is selling below book, but it's burning cash. 
And as we discovered in pillar number two, they're producing below average returns on capital in the automotive industry, which is a very competitive and very difficult business overall. Lastly, I wanted to mention GM's dividend, specifically their lack of a dividend. GM stopped paying out dividends in 2020, which due to their free cash flow burn was a prudent capital allocation decision by management. So in summary, GM checks the box on three out of eight pillars. Again, the company is currently selling below book value, but they're burning up a lot of cash and the business is in the midst of a transition from traditional combustion automotives to having a higher presence in electrified vehicles. This type of analysis serves as a holistic beginning starting point to determine whether it's worth your while to do farther due diligence and learn more about the business. It's not any sort of financial advice and it's not a financial recommendation one way or the other. If you're interested in learning more about GM, I highly recommend that you check out the company's filings, dive into their 10K, read through their annual report and get a deeper sense of the business overall. As a value investor before investing into a business, you want to be comfortable understanding the full ins and outs of that business and really understand it as if you own 100% of the company. So that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of General Motors Company, ticker symbol GM. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next. Thanks for learning about GM with me, and have a great day.